Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. This episode was so good. It rolled for two hours. Uh, the, the guest was so interesting uh, and it, it just, we didn't want it to stop. So what we're going to do, we're going to make this a two-parter. So um, this week, uh, you're going to get the first half. There's two top fives rolled into one here as well. So uh, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. So um, this is part one. And uh, and we'll be back next time with part two. So uh, I'll shush and get back to the podcast and uh, enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stu Whiffin. Joining me as ever is something about Glasson. What's going on with that hair? <laughs> I, 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 I sat down and as soon as you turned the camera on, that was the first time I saw my visage this morning. It's not the first time my missus saw it, but she's now left the house. For good? So is there a correlation between seeing me look like I've got jizz running through my fringe... It's pure something going, about Mary. You've literally it's terrible. I mean, yeah. Patreon's I look like go two look. cast members. Look like two cast members of something about Mary today. I look like both Mary and uh, Wuganowski. <laughs> so yeah, both in both in one double trouble for you. How are you, mate? You okay? I'm all right. I'm all right. I uh, yeah. Uh, I was at the club last night. It was nice and busy. Um, lots of. New young faces, which is great. Lots of excitable 18 and 19-year-olds that are still coming clubbing for the first time and losing their shit, and it's brilliant to see, and it's great to DJ too. Uh, yeah. Not for them. You're stealing all their dreams once you get up there, and they're like, who's this old fart? <laughs> You're playing <laughs> playing Chili Peppers' first record. They're like, I'm not. Who's this band? Oh, do you know what? It's, it's been it's been great. It's, like, it's, it's been really, really nice, and... Yeah, uh, the, the excitement on on these kids' faces is just fucking great, and and it's nice because some of the older ones are now slowly coming back every week now as well. So it's it's just been a joy. It's been super busy, and yeah, it's been yeah. It, I wouldn't say it's been worth the wait because the wait was too long, but mm. uh, yeah, it's it was it's a really nice environment to be back in. I'm glad to hear it, mate. I'm glad to hear you're um, super spreading the shit out of it, and. Um Congratulations! No, it's. it's I, I'm really glad you. I'm really glad you're back. I'm glad people are about to have a bit of a normality, and I'm glad that the pink toothbrush lives on. 
Smash him. Um, should we just hear from our sponsors? Yeah. Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall. Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have. It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From 18 to 118, there is something for you. It's what you make it. Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars you've in your current garage. I, for one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being MOT because I forgot. So it's a bit of a lifesaver. Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, Providence. Moto Recall, make sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full Providence check on the vehicle. With just the car reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee. I wish I'd had that in the past. And and with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning? And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay as you go when you need them. Experian aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course. Download the app for free. Search Moto Recall in your app store. M-O-T-O-R-E-C-A-L-L. Moto Recall in your app store. Uh, Hello, this is uh, Chiles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, And I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor... Uh, hardcore listening and what what love-beer.co.uk does uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, why I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? Oh, no, it's really not. Right, we're going with it. <laughs> we're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a a long-time sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does? 
yes, it's all about fresh, innovative production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers, working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging, and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've, they've worked with a lot of companies. It's, it consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums? Stop talking him out of it. Right. <laughs> Okay, there you go, you lovely lot. That's our sponsors. And if you haven't listened to Hardcore Listing, first of all, I should just give you a quick rundown of um, what that's all about. Hardcore Listing is a weekly podcast where we will run down a top five, sometimes of the listener's choice. And and this Wednesday for our Patreon, we will be doing, I think, top five biscuits because mm-hmm. someone's recently done a sort of like God tier, thingy tier biscuits. And it's an absolute tragedy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a, a real shit show. wreck. Um, yeah, sometimes we're lucky enough to have guests on and they'll pick a top five of their choice. Uh, sometimes it can be deep. Sometimes it can be funny. It can be anything. And we have a wonderful guest, a returning guest who, um, did an incredible podcast last time around. I think, uh, you agree, Stewie? Absolutely. And actually is parts of that, uh, you know, that still stay with me today. Um, and still, still wisdom that I heard then. That um, I, I've been using uh, recently. Um, Stu, would you like to introduce our guest? Absolutely. It's uh, it's lovely to welcome back Stacey Paris. Hello. Hi guys. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. It has. It has. That was was that pre-COVID. No. Was it just? Was it mid-COVID? I think it was like the start of this year. Was it this year? Yeah. My God, I am losing all track of time. What does what does hot minute mean? Oh, granddad. I literally don't know. It's been a hot minute. What's that mean? It's just the new cool way of saying right, it's been right, a while. Right, Chris, right. shut up, because you don't actually know. <laughs> Stacey, what's, it's what's been hot? A while. Thank you. But it's a cool way of saying it, Stu. As if you it's had cool any idea. It. You were just yeah, trying to make I'm me look stupid. Jumping. You should know these things. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk to him, Stacey. Of course <laughs> not. I'm <laughs> lucky if I get a hot minute a day out of them. God. Um, okay, so Stace, you're back. Um, uh, your episode was a roaring success. Um, and so we reached out and thought, well, let's get you back on because you're uh, an ace chatter. Um, you're also uh, a turbo nerd. Um, <laughs> I prefer geek. <laughs> All right, okay, we'll go with that. So this is, um, this is a really geeky episode um a it's going to highlight just how stupid i am and glasson will excel with guesswork trying to make out he knows what you're talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what are you going to do for your top five stace so it's going to be top five scientific facts oh this was a hard gosh. one to whittle down to five and i also had quite a lot of outside help with this one um from a couple of people actually Shout them out. Give them a name check. Well, okay. So the first one is my Welsh brother from another mother. <laughs> and that was a curveball. Didn't didn't expect it from him. <laughs> um, and the second one is, 
And now, if you think I'm a turbo geek, you ain't seen nothing. Um, it's from a guy called Ewan, who is much, much smarter than I am and has also just found out that he passed his master's with a distinction. So Wow, incredible. Congratulations, Ewan. Congrats, big congrats. Because actually, this is kind of why. Why did you decide to go down the the science sort of route uh, this time, Stacey? Because you've been on the last podcast. Things were brewing in your in your in your life, and um, so do you want to give us a little bit of the reason why you, you picked the top five now? So I'm back, um, back in fourth year again, doing um, doing a degree in science, tech, engineering, and math. So yeah, I, I'm just a bit of a geek really when it comes to things like that that just freaks me out it's the math bit that gets me i guess break out in sweats thinking about differentiation <laughs> or whatever but you, you've got a degree in economics chris surely there oh, must there must be maths involved in that shit about that if you do econometrics yes guess what i used to get chased around the the economics block by the economics teacher because I used to be like dodging his classes because I, I don't like the, the numbers bit gets me. So, yeah, like I've got e- extra props for you there, Stacey, because you, you do it with the math and, uh, yeah, well done. Like Stu, where are you up to now? How far can you count, bro? 11. That's good, man. Thanks, You're on man. your toes now, then. Thanks. You're on your toes. That's really First good. thing you've got, so well done. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I sat in any of your classes, Stace, there will be some comedy gold in just filming my face. Just <laughs> filming my face trying to compute what the fucking hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it will be like some kind of SAS kind of are you tough enough kind of thing. I, I, I think I would just, my brain would just melt down in front of everybody. Couldn't compute it. Wouldn't know what to do. Would be petrified that if someone asked me a question. Whereas Glasson, you'd embrace that and you'd just waffle utter Parts shit. Parts of it. Yeah. Parts <laughs> of it. Like, but, but once he got to the math bit, yeah, I'd probably be with you, mate. Yeah. Disrupting the class. I'd probably end up disrupting the class to, to mask my uh, stupidity. I mean, you, you'd, you'd have to go some way to mask your stupidity with that haircut you've currently got. Just look at the silhouette of Look my at head the at size the of your head. Your hair is like three inches above the top of your head and your beard three inches above the bottom it's of your really head. It's really good. It's symmetrical in many ways, isn't it? Your head is currently like about a, a metre. <laughs> oh, God. I look amazing. I reckon you're 40% I'm sorry, head Stacey. today. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> right. Science fact number five, please, Stacey. Okay, so number five is that when you touch something, you're never actually touching it. Okay, my brain's melting already. <laughs> <laughs> so this, it, it's, it goes down to an atomic level. So right, sorry, Stacey, I'm going to stop you quickly. <laughs> right, you're going to have to tell this in layman's terms, right? You just then try I to am. explain it and use the word atomic, right? <laughs> right. Well, Atoms are particles, right? Everybody knows this. Tiny, tiny little things. So they have charges, mostly electrons, negative charges. And Mm -hmm. negative charges repel each other. So if you have two similar charges, they repel each other. If you have a negative and a positive, they will come together and join each other. Mm -hmm. Because when you're touching an object, you have all of these particles repelling each other. It means there's always the tiniest little distance 
between you and anything you touch because of these uh, these particles pushing away from each other. That's doing that, that. I'm certainly think I'm touching it. Look, if I squeeze really hard, and they're still not together, because they're that, like the the charge the similar charges are repelling each other. No way. Add, no add, way. Add, add, You're never fully touching anything. Add one ring a doorbell then. <laughs> you still got the remember, force of it. Remember, the force of the. Yeah, we're talking like minuscule, tiniest, tiniest possible level you can get. You could just about slip your penis in the gaps, you. <laughs> just about get you. But that's it. <laughs> like, but. Oh, this this is this has fried my brain. <laughs> yeah, it has me as well. That, that's incredible. So, theoretically, you you said Chris, you're still putting force on it, but you're not touching yeah. it. So theoretically, yeah, you're yeah. using the force. Oh, wow, even God, just got another level there. Yeah, you are. Yeah, using the force, mate. Fucking We're hell. all using the force. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Also, remember, parts of you are touching it. So where the forces are attracted to each other, you're touching it. Where they're repelling each other, you're not. So you're never fully mm. touching anything. Oh, so there might be parts of the finger that are touching. Yeah. Like if I'm doing this, I'm squeezing my fingers together like this. So yeah. pu- like not the whole lot is touching. There might be some that are There's small p- aspects of that. There's little forces pushing away from each other so they're not touching. Right, okay. So no part of that's touching there when I'm doing that. There might be a little bit touching or not. It's all pretty much all pushed away. Close, close enough too. Wow, that's mind-boggling. <laughs> Is there a fine line between science and witchcraft? <laughs> God. Are they both the same thing? Who knows? Could be. Because uh, it's both based, based on belief, right? So ultimately, <laughs> induction <laughs> is what science is is based on, right? So... Yeah, it's but it's, it, you believe it until it's proven wrong, and that's really what science is all based around. So yeah, and that's what I don't know—is witchcraft that as well? I don't know. Deep, Stu, you've asked a deep question there. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty deep guy. Um, is I, that why you put your sh- glasses? Yeah, on? I need to look more intelligent. Because you felt out of debt. You know Stacey's fat. I've put them on, but I've actually put them not, uh, on top of my ear, so they, they went on wonky. So I, I didn't actually look that. <laughs> That intelligent at all. Do I look moderately more smart now? Oh, you do, mate. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Well, I mean, you would have if you hadn't have just admitted you can't put a pair of glasses on your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing. So, um, also, uh, before we get on to your next one, Stace, um, in the time when uh, you last guessed on here, you have new legs. I do. I'm also another new pair of legs. Nice. On Monday. Oh, you're getting another set this Monday? Yep. New, shiny and gold. Gold. Wow. What, um, what, how comes, what's the, uh, how did you find yourself with a pair of gold legs? Um, so a lot of the parts that I've had in the last little while have been sort of loan units from the companies because these are not cheap parts to buy and um, mm. so they give you a loaner unit to make sure that it's the right one for you before you order it and um, gotcha. so this is me now getting 
all of my own bits. And the only sort of protective cover that they were doing at the time was gold. So I thought, fuck it, let's make the whole thing gold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In in for a penny, in for a pound of gold. Yeah, yeah. amazing. And it's actually not that difficult to do. Well, I say that, but I couldn't do it. You just need a stretchy fabric and they can sort of mesh that in with the, the carbon fibre coating and basically turn it into anything you want as long Incredible. as you've got the right fabric for it. It's really clever. Aces. Do you do you literally anything that presents itself to you, do you try and analyse the science in it? Because I was just blown away by the fact that you had something that was gold and you've just broke down the microfibers and how it's put together. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um pretty much. <laughs> it's how I understand things though. Yeah. Like if you can tell me at the very basic level, I can understand sort of going up. But unless I know the tiny details, I get really confused about things. Like, so dumb. So you like to dive into it. Have, have you always been like that as well? Mm. Like, if I do something, I give it 100%. Um, and if, you know, if I've been doing it for a certain amount of time and I'm like, eh, I walk away from it. Life's too short. Stu? What's your approach? Uh, I kind of, um, I, I would probably go for more of the the sort of angle of um, wing it. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, get a couple of bullet points and uh, and kind of sort of freestyle it and uh, get yeah. the headline num ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do that with the rest of my life, but mm. not when it comes to like either my studies or my legs. Yeah, those two things I need to know. Yeah, is, are you in your final year now, Stay? It's fourth. It's fourth. The the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth is the last. When, year. How, how long? How much? Like when you were wrapping up. When's it all end? August sort of time. Oh no, hold on. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? It's <laughs> September already. When's it wrapping up? How long have you got? Um. Uh, well, I don't. I'm October intake, so I'm October till about July. Gotcha. Um, yeah, which yeah. is a little bit behind most unis up here. Um. Mm-hmm. They're normally September till about June yeah. exam time. Yeah. Should we get a fact? Go on, let's hear us. Hear us. Right, let me see. See, I have them all written down here and I'm like, I don't know which one I <laughs> what want to What to go do. for? So, the next one is, is a biology one. So, the largest living organism on the planet is a fungi called mycelium. And mycelium basically wraps around everything it's everywhere um but the one specific one that i like is that it forms an underground network between trees and plants that allow them to connect to each other and transfer water and minerals and nutrients between the plants underground in this sort of network of mycelium arms or hyphae so they can all help wow. each other out I've never heard of that, ever. That's the largest... The largest living organism. So not plant species or animal, just organism. So it's bigger than an elephant? <laughs> yeah, by quite a lot. Okay. <laughs> so what, like, how, big, how big does it... How big do these organisms... Is it all connected then? Is an organism, does it have to all be connected, I'm assuming? And it's just one big, like... Is it like a... 
it's just what's it, what's it look like? like now it has sort of become like a never-ending network i'm not 100 percent sure on where it, where it wow. started or when it began but it's mm. a lot older than most species um and it's just sort of kept going and kept going and Oh, that sounds what, cool. I, I, What's it called again, Stacey? Mycelium. M-Y-C-E-L-L-I-U-M. Okay, gotcha. So I imagine it looking like... Whoa. Like the London Underground map. That's how I picture it looking. It's probably I mean, about as simple as that. Yeah. Is it? Much, I mean, mate. Glasgow, we have a square. Like, one square goes one way, one square <laughs> goes the other way. That's it. Simple. Keep it simple. Is Wow. Is it bigger than the Blue Wow in the Natural History Museum, do you reckon? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Oh, my God, that is mad. Hold it up to the I've camera. I've never Chris. seen this shit. I've never seen this shit in my life. There you go. It just looks, you see like, that, it just looks like a Christmas card. I think I might have been holding up the wrong image. Sorry, I was holding up an image of a Christmas <laughs> card first. <year. laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at Google searches. Holy cow. It looks like a frozen leaf. And that is like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, well, I see where you're coming from now. That's mad. And it, and, it, and it it doesn't surround all organisms, just sort of like different. Sometimes it certain organisms, it, it surrounds itself. I got a little bit confused at that fact. So is it near that me? Part of it. Like that thing where they say like you're never more than like two metres away from a rat. Like, is it like It'll that? It's everywhere. Is it really? Well, it's on my hat. It's not on my hat. Is it on my hands? It's not on my hands now, is it? Do you know? If you've washed your hands, probably not. No. <laughs> oh, no, no. mate, they're covered. But, I mean, look at it <laughs> here. It might be in there. <laughs> it's holding it up. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the network. Oh, amazing. You haven't had a wash that's this it, that's morning, That's another mind-blowing fact. Chris, I don't think No, you've no, had my a girlfriend said my, my girlfriend was like, "Oh, we've got friends popping around this morning. Get in the shower." And I was like, "Nah, I've got I've got to do some DIY. I'm going in about in a, at the end of this podcast, within about half hour I'm going to be covered in like like dust." Yeah. So I kind of figured I'm going to have a, like a, a shower cuz I had a shower before I went to bed. Yeah. Last night. So I I mean, sorry all the listeners and Stacey for listening to my uh, washing habits now. Well, Why I, you I, I'm, I'm interested in this, right? I'm interested in this. So, um, I know someone, mm. uh, 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 an old mate of mine, and she doesn't shower in the mornings. She showers before she goes mm. to bed and then gets up okay. and goes to work. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. I sort of get it. I do sort of get it because you go to bed clean, your bed stays clean. Uh, it just depends. I, I, you strike me as a sweaty sleeper, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sweaty sleeper. Uh, Covered in mycelium. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know I'm, I'm not a sweaty sleeper, but um, yeah, I'd also like. I find like, do, do you wear any clothes in bed? Not really, no. Like, I find sometimes, I, sometimes stockings. <laughs> I'm feeling sexy. <laughs> See, I feel really vulnerable if I'm not got my pants on. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I do. I see where you're coming from, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a security of it, not... As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Flapping around everywhere, is it? You know. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anyone when I'm only man in bed. I mean, you're being very generous <laughs> to me here, mate. Thank you. But no, I just think like, no, like if if like you your ass being broken into or something like that, like mm. the thought that like I'd have to deal with a situation, I'd rather sort of I wouldn't want to have to shout down the stairs. Uh, uh, wait there, I'm I'm just popping me pants on. Like I don't really think that's the best way to deal with them situations. Mate, there's, 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 this is a scientific fact, actually. Um, Stacey might have heard this one. It's, it's a proven fact that the number one deterrent of any um, home invasion is a man running down the stairs with a semi-naked <laughs> at the burglar. And like, there's no, the, no, the, no. the worst thing is, that was also the thought that popped into my head. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but the deterrent is a naked man running down the stairs at you. Exactly. I'm sure I've told my story about that when uh, when I got woke up in the middle of the night. Uh, I must oh, have told well, you this. Uh, honestly, I'm... This was mm, years ago. And uh, uh, and there was a massive bang in the middle of the night. Uh, and I was like, "It's you know, you, you, you get all, you know, protective dad, don't you? It's like, right, it's go mm. time. And, mm. like, and I've got one of them little telescopic koshies under my bed. Mm. So mm. I've, like, just grabbed it. And like, I flicked it out and just gone running in the bathroom where basically shower gel had dropped off the shower and just hit the bath and just made this <laughs> massive noise. 
That's right. To which I was then just standing there, like my heart, like obviously terrified as well, my heart pounding through my chest with this massive telescopic cosh in my hand. And I woke up with a lob on. Like, you would not want to be met by that, would you? No. Like, no, beaten to death by two. <laughs> a, a large two truncheon rods. and a very small mouse, a very, very, very small kind of like lolly stick. Beaten right. to death by a truncheon and stung <laughs> by a wasp at the same time. You know, it's not like you've got a choice. Which one? What do you want? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'll take that metal rod. <laughs> um, I can't believe that this is where your fact has got us, Stacey, and I'm so sorry. You were talking about, like, mycelium, which were incredible in and of themselves. Uh, and we've ended up with Stu assaulting you <laughs> as a burglar, if you're a burglar. Um, oh, wow. But that's a that's a fact I and wouldn't half, be guilty. Didn't actually touch anyone. Okay. <laughs> Your Honour. Your Honour. Well, I mean... That's true. That makes everything better, of course. Would no, that hold up in court, that, that, that scientific fact? <laughs> you punched him 14 times in the face. Well, I'd like to point this out. I'll refer you to the evidence and my... Uh, I allow myself to be cross-examined by Stacey Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't actually touch didn't him. Didn't actually touch him. Why am I doing the cross-examining? Sure so fact. I, I need. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel confident in the assault until you told me that. Um, uh, Stacy, do you mind us slipping in a few um, sort of like maybe guesswork facts of our own as well while while we're doing this? No. Just. So, have you got any to do with like um, uh, like suns, like as in stars? Have you got any in terms of stars? Because I don't want to like go, you know, and I want to steal your. Not a five, but I might know the one that you're thinking of. Oh, right. Okay. So, is it true? I heard my mate Dave told me down the down the pub. He said that there's more star, there's more stars, um, i.e., suns like our own one. There's more suns in either our galaxy or universe or in existence. I'm not too sure what one, but there's more suns than there is grains of sand on every beach. Have you heard that one before? I question that one because grains of sand on a beach, surely that's just going to be an estimate. I mean, what walloper sits on a beach and counts individual grains of sand? (laughs) It's a very good point. Um, I mean, I've been on lots of beaches Mm. and in a hand... A handful of sand. You you, at that point? When was this? Because you you're now only at eleven, so like, I I I honestly think that like yeah, I mean there's at least in a handful of sand at least like a few hundred elevens in my hand, and like, but (laughs) on any given night, if you look up in the sky, (laughs) there's never more than like maybe a couple of elevens of stars. Well, right, I've just Googled it, so this must be true, right? And astronomer, astronomers estimate there exist... I, this is even bigger than my estimation. Astronomers estimate there exist roughly 10,000 stars for each grain of sand on the Earth. Straight off... That is off a website called... Oh, wait, no, hold on. There's another one called Universe Today. This seems more legit. Um... 
Right, yeah. As we learned in a previous video, there are 100 to 400 billion stars in the Milky Way and then more than 100 billion galaxies in the universe, maybe as many as 500 billion. If you multiply stars by galaxies at the low end, you get 10 billion billion stars or 10 sextillion stars in the universe, a one by 22 zeros. At the high end, it's 200 sextillion. So these are mind-bogglingly huge numbers. How do they compare to the number of grains of sand on the collective beaches of an entire planet? You could put 20 grains of sand packed in side by side to make a centimetre. 8,000 grains in one cubic metre. If you took 10 sextillion grains of sand, put them in, into a ball, it would have a radius of 10.6 kilometres. And for the high end of our estimate, 200 sextillion, it would be 72 kilometres across. If we had a sphere bigger than the Earth, it would be an easy answer, but no such luck. This might be close. So, is, oh, bollocks, and now I pressed an advert, and now I'm getting an, I'm now getting an advert for an engagement ring. <laughs> so... <coughs> Um, so okay, right. So, is there all that much sand on the beaches everywhere on this planet? You'd need to ask. Oh, just give me the answers. Too too much math. You see, this is where you should be reading this, Stacey. <laughs> Basically, blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. So if the low-end estimate of the number of stars matches the high-end estimate for number of grains of sand, it's the same. But more likely, there are five to ten times more stars than there are grains of sand on the whole world's beaches. Holy shit. That was done by someone who had um, some numbers after their name. <laughs> so, yeah, so that guesswork might be true. Yeah, um, I'm not an estimated kind of person. Yeah. Like, to me, yeah. they're like, we estimate that this is the truth. And I'm like, but what's the actual truth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, see, my dog agrees. Agrees, that's all good. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's going to sit and back chat me now. Essie. <laughs> Essie. I have, uh, that's blown my mind, by the way, that. Like, mm. I... When you said there's like billions and billions of stars in the sky, mm. so I think this week uh, was one of the first kind of space missions to the moon. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it was to the moon. Let's say it's going to the moon, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, for whatever. Uh, for like people that could like pay to go into space. Right, right. Who drives? They must have a proper driver, like. Because you're not going to just be like, you know, I don't know. Say, say for instance, like, you know, us three just decide that we're gonna we're gonna pay a few quid and we're gonna go into space, right? And it's just yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. well, I've, I've been driving my car for I don't know how long I've been driving now, maybe sort of twenty odd years, and like, mm -hmm. so it's like, well, I'll probably be best to drive, but I still think it's touchy. It's, it's, it, I wouldn't feel comfortable to, like driving in space full stop, right? Because I I, mm. I don't I don't have. I don't know, think your car's up to it, mate. Definitely okay. not. They're called astronauts. Right. Yeah. I don't think having a driving license qualifies you. Okay. Right. <laughs> so because the thing that bothers me about if I paid that money to go into space and I'm going to the moon. I just, from where I live, just to get to Lakeside Shopping Centre is like a mile, but it takes 45 minutes because of the traffic, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think, 
if I'm paying through the nose to go and like I don't know play football on the moon or you know just do that like that weird bouncing stuff they do on there, mm. like all of that. But I'm literally just stuck in traffic behind like a billion stars. Just like, it's not a good journey, is it? All right, yes, the first star you see out the window is like, oh, that's cool. There's a star over there. Let's like, you know, touch the tip of one of the points and like, yeah. And then, but then all you're doing then is just zigzagging around a billion stars. It's like, I I think these numbers have got you all a bit confused, mate, to be honest with you. I think that's what's going on. I think it's all a little bit too much for you. Should we have another fact? I think we need a fact from Stacey. Do you really want another fact? Yes, please. Yes, I do. Okay, so this one I had to look up because this wasn't one of mine. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the double slit experiment. Oh, incredible. Yeah, but my guesswork at explaining it, I think I need to hear you explain it. So I'm going to start by, we'll start small. If you shoot light waves of a certain wavelength, not full spectral light, but at a certain wavelength, right? What you get is waves, you know? And the peaks and peaks make the light brighter or more, what was the word I had from it? Enhanced. Mm-hmm. And peaks hitting the troughs, they'll cancel each other out. Right, yeah. So with the double split slit experiment, they started by taking like basically a wall with two slits cut in it and they shot the light particles at it to make sure that it behaved the way they thought it would. And the result on the back wall was strong pattern of lines, which is called an interference pattern, and that's made by all the diff- different ways the waves hit the walls. Right, gotcha. Okay, so if you do the same with a normal particle, let's use sand, because we were just talking about sand. Yeah, it helps. If you pour the particles through the slits, they will land in two piles. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now we're going back to atomic particles. Strap in. Right, so... If you shoot atomic particles at the slits, they seem to create some sort of wave pattern on the wall. Right. Instead of just Pulling. the two slits that yeah. the particles would do, which says that at, like, it tells you that atoms seem to have some way to interact in a wave like pattern. So to find out how they did this, they observed it. However, when they observed the experiment, the atoms knew and behaved differently. And the pattern that formed on the wall at the back was two stripes. So, yeah. It wasn't wasn't an interference pattern. Like, the exact same (laughs) experiment had produced when it was unobserved, it was now a particle, straight up particle, two lines, exact same experiment, the only difference being that it was viewed. So you you watching it made it do something different, effectively. Yeah. So <coughs> a- atoms behave differently 
when you're watching them. Bit like your kids, Stu. Blowing my mind, that. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Stu, <laughs> your face is incredible. Do you think if they made transparent letterboxes and you put oh the God, here we you go. put the letter in, it would land different to if it was not a transparent one. It was a traditional one, and you couldn't see what you put through there. Maybe, mate. What, Stacey? What was the, what was the reason for this? Then was it because did, was so? It's been a long time since I read that. Was it because the observation they didn't realise, but their observation was actually affecting the waves, and they didn't realise that it. They didn't realise their method of observation was tainting the test or not. Has it been? Is there anything I'm deeper not than actually that? Actually, sure about that. When I have enough problems mm. trying to bring it down and explain. <laughs> But like I'm reading, I'm reading things about like quantum mechanics, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I have to try and explain it, and I'm like, dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, it, that is mad that things behave differently if you just simply watch them. Yeah, that are inanimate objects as opposed to, I mean, as I say, I think, a, I a think it opens up like a real Pandora's box with you know, a lot of previous experiments that have been done. Because mm. if the mere act of observing and recording what you're seeing changes the behaviour or the pattern mm. that it creates, mm. how many experiments has it done that with? Mm. Like, what could that change? And what I, it might what understandings might we have that are wrong they're completely outdated mm -hmm. and yeah. now that we know this new piece of information what does what can that change wow. and like that's that's why i'm a geek because <laughs> like you learn something and then you find this like tiny little bit of information and the last like 400 years of work come into question or everything you thought you knew actually isn't true poof it's gone yeah and that's what i was saying about induction stewie like uh, uh, in physics or whatever, in any science, it's true until it's proven wrong. And then they're like, oh, fuck, right, we've got all that wrong now. So we used to think atoms were the smallest thing. Then we realised they weren't. And we do that all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a bit similar to faith. You've got to have faith that you've, you've, found, the, you've found the answer. I, I mean, it, I get it. I do get it. Um, if I have to think of, like, situations where I've seen it in... You know, I've seen it actually with my, my own eyes. When we first started the club night and you would regularly make a nuisance of yourself around the women's toilets, <laughs> when you knew that they'd put in CCTV, your behaviour was completely different, wasn't it? Absolutely completely different, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Because you, yeah, you're yeah. being watched and it is. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can't help but act differently when you're being watched. Absolutely, mate. So, yeah, am I a particle or am I a wave? Or a pervert. <laughs> or a dangerous loner. <laughs> Make your own mind up. Oh dear. Right, we need to get into this disability chat now. We've had okay. Right, sure. Let's do it. Okay. Let's I do it. From got, dangerous loner to disabilities. I've got people to help me out with this bit. And I asked, sure. you know, I just put sort of a, a thing out to like my other friends who have disabilities because the last thing I want to do is going all gung-ho with just my experience yeah. and you know it might not be 
what anybody else has kind of gone through. Well, I did see that you've been chatting to one of our uh, long-time listeners who's just had, um, I I believe, uh, the lower half of his leg removed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, what a dude. He's doing so well, man. Mm -hmm. So well. Yeah, absolutely. Shout him out. Shout him out. Right. Yeah, so good shout out to shoot. Um, yeah, yeah so, so Stacey had said that also you wanted to maybe rope in a, another little bonus, sort of not, maybe not a full top five. Was it a full top five you got for us? Mm-hmm. Or was it just, oh, wow, so we've got a bonus top five, which is, well, Stacey, I'll let, I'll let you introduce it as well. So this is sort of a disabilities, misconceptions, and things that piss people off that have disabilities. Mm-hmm. And there's probably more than five here because there was a lot. Of course. Um, So the big one that a lot of people were coming to me with um, was this idea that you have to look like you're disabled. So, -hmm. you know, like chronic conditions or disabilities that affect your spine or your motor control or things like that. You could look at someone, I mean, to look at me just now, you wouldn't think that you turn the screen down and I have no lower legs. Yeah. And then, you know, I have friends of mine who are in chronic pain every single day. You know, they get their odd good day and their days when they do well. And it's things like parking in a blue badge space or using a disabled toilet or a disabled seat and people thinking you're faking it because... Mm you can't see the amount of pain they're in. You can't Mm -hmm. see the issues they have with, you know, using a public toilet or getting into a building or being able to walk around a supermarket or like things like that. And there's this idea. I mean, first of all, the word disability covers everything, every disability, so many things. And there are so many different conditions and disabilities that, you know, I think it's quite ignorant and not always in a bad way, Mm -hmm. but to just assume that, you know, you either look disabled or you don't look disabled. And if you don't, then you're clearly faking it. Like, yeah. go away with that. Like, no. Yeah. And it is quite a big one. This is one that I have three or four people, like, just on one post, agreeing with, saying, mm. you know, why should we look a certain way? Or, you know, why should we always be doubled over in pain walking? Or why should I have to justify being given a blue badge because someone else judges me as not disabled enough? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one, that one, Stacey. It's, it's quite sad. I think people have this, like, outdated... I think I guess maybe we're getting a little bit better, but this outdated concept of what a disability is. And like you say, it's so um, wide-spanning. And, and actually, many of us have disabilities to one extent or another. So, um, but not to, not to marginalise people who, who basically require blue badges, but you still might not be able to tell. And, like... I don't know. I haven't got enough time in my day to, to make a judgment of someone doing that, or like what I know. I'm sure some people go up and have a go at people for for parking, and it's like what they've now got to 
yeah, justify why, why it. Should, yeah, why should I have to prove to mm. someone that doesn't know me that I have every right to use a parking space mm. or an accessible toilet or an accessible mm. seat? Mm. And you tend to find as well, I mean, I find a lot on airports, like I, I will not use the cupboard they call an airport toilet because I, like, I don't have the balance. Yeah. So I'll come off and straight into the accessible toilet and yeah. without a doubt, there's always someone hammering on the door so that their kids can go pee in, in the disabled toilet right. and yeah. judging and criticizing me for walking out of there. And I'm thinking, nah, having kids don't make you disabled. No, no, you should literally kick them around the head with one of your legs, Stacey, next time. <laughs> kick one of the kids around the head with, with one of your legs. Uh, yeah, it is. that is kind of frustrating. It is. Like, and I do think that, I do think it, for some people, it does, like, I, I, I can get, become a bit of a righteous person, I guess. And like, you know, I, I want to make sure that people with disabilities have got, like, for exactly what you say, I guess what happens is there are people out there who want to make sure that, the facilities for um, people with disabilities are being kept free for people with disabilities. I just think sometimes there's this like conflation of where that goes wrong and people might start acting up and asking people who really do genuinely have a disability, you know, but they can't see it. So they just assume that they don't. And I guess that's where it comes from is that like, you know, not all disabilities are abundantly apparent to, to, yeah. to, to the eye. And I think as eye. well... Like, the fact that there are so many people that won't think twice about using a disabled parking space yeah. or a toilet or anything like that just because it's easier. Well, it's yeah. fucking easier for a reason. Yeah, it yeah. infuriates me, Stacey. Like, my mum, like, her 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 range of movement now, like, I, I'm now sort of, like, in the process of getting her a wheelchair. and But her literal range, like, when I take my mum to hospital... I have to get her a wheelchair there because she can't walk to the departments without being f- absolutely exhausted. And and, 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 and 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 if all the disabled bays are blocked in that hospital, it's a nightmare for me because my mum walks at literally like one mile an hour, God bless her. And yeah, you just think, you, like if anyone's parked in those disabled bays, and I see it more in... Um, in shopping shopping centres and stuff like that, that's where I think people just think, "Oh fuck it, I'm just going to stick it there," and that really does that does upset me. But I mean, again, like if I see if I see that there's a badge in the window, I don't care. Like uh, you know, if I see someone's got a badge in the window, they can run out of the bloody car. Yeah, they can go back flipping out the don't... top because you, you absolutely just don't absolutely absolutely. My uh, well, our, our mutual friend Mark Watts um, has a blue badge. He's <coughs> his knees are. Um, I've seen better days, and uh, and he uh, told me a story not long ago. Because uh, Stacy, you, you won't know this, this guy, but he's not shy, uh, <laughs> and he's very funny and very loud. Uh, he went to Halfords, and somebody had parked in the disabled space uh, in a great big Range Rover with no badge, uh, and he said, "I walked in there, and there was six people in this superstore queuing up." And he was just like, he said, I just walked through the door and went, fucking hell. Someone with a Range Rover is only parked in the disabled bay. Like, who'd do that? Who'd do such a thing? And then he'd like nudge people in the queue going, mate, honestly, you, I mean, you seen who it is? Because, I mean, this, what an arsehole. Who'd do that? And he said, literally, he saw exactly who it was. And he said, they were just 
fucking melting. Right? <laughs> and it's just like, call them out. Like, it's great. Call them out. Arseholes. Yeah. Also, yeah. if the science facts didn't melt my mind, you said a word, conflation. Who, me? Yeah, what's that mean? When you conflate two things. Whoa, what, what's conflate? Almost like you, you merge them It's together a cereal without an art. What's conflate? <laughs> I believe it's like when you, if you conflate two things, you're kind of like mistaking one for the other to, to an extent. Or you're, you're conflating two problems. Have you ever heard that word, Stace? No. Well, there you go. I'm going to look it up. The definition is combine oh, two or more sets of information, texts or ideas into one. Oh, there you go. Exactly. Are you showing off in front so. of the scientist? <laughs> I was fucking showing off. I mean, it probably, arguably, it probably wasn't the most accurate use of the term. Oh, Stacey, it's all right. I'm a geek as well. Can I be in the gang? I'm a turbo. What was it? Turbo nerd. Turbo I love that. Turbo <laughs> It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 